This is The 116, a podcast about living higher, wider, closer, and deeper. The 116 is a presentation of the Peoria First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria. And I'm Pastor Tim Osmond. Now, don't forget to like and share us on social media wherever it's available on podcast platforms. Please subscribe or follow us and be sure to leave a review. Also, go to peoria1.com for more information about us and to leave a message. Well, this afternoon, again, I'm Pastor Tim Osmond. Every afternoon, I'm <laughs> Pastor Tim Osmond. But uh, we're glad to have you all uh, today with us. And we've got a very special guest today, Sergeant Denise White. Uh, she's with the Peoria Police Department. We're thankful that you're here today. Uh, you're going to hear Dan uh, Phillips also. He's our outreach coordinator here at the church. And then uh, Julie Bell, she's our communications director. And it's good to have you here as well uh, this afternoon or whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we're just very thankful that you're uh, a part of it and hope that you're finding these podcasts very helpful in your everyday life and as well as in your Christian walk. Uh, today, uh, Sergeant Denise is with us as uh, part of the police force. She's part of our our team here at the church who helps provide security, as well as she's uh, been a recipient of uh, cards and birthday cards and other things from our police ministry that we have have here. So Denise, I'm just going to ask you uh, if you would say hello. Hello. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are, are you on duty today? Is that correct? Yes, I am. All right. Well, we're hopeful that she doesn't get a call and have to run out of here. Yes. Uh, hopefully she'll have a good 20, 30 minutes to, to give us today. So uh, Julie, I think you uh, had some questions that you wanted to yep. ask. So yep. let's just get started. What is your, we obviously know you're a sergeant. Yes. So what is your role at the department? Right now, I am the sergeant over the uh, juvenile division, um, criminal investigations division. Um, I've been the sergeant over that for two years. Um, this is my 18th year on the department. Wow. Um, wow. Awesome. For that, I was a juvenile detective for eight years. And before that, I was in patrol. Wow. Um, Awesome. Awesome. So long history. Yes. So as a teenager, we understand that you grew up on the south end yes. of town. So how did you become interested in law enforcement? Well, um, one day in class, I was going to Calvin Coolidge School, and um, it was a group of my friends. We were all sitting together, and we're all going around, and we're like, okay, we're going to take turns and say what we want to be when we grow up. So everybody had a lot of different things. And at one point in my life, I wanted to be a um, forensic pathologist because I was so interested and wanted to know um, how people died and the cause. And um, I was sitting in class that day and I was like, I want to say forensic pathologist, but I think I want to change my mind. I want to do something federal. I thought I wanted at that point wanted to work for the federal government. Um, and I was like, FBI, that sounds cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling that to everybody. And um, as life goes on, um, I started getting interested in um, still the aspects of criminal investigations. Mm -hmm. So I said, I want to be a crime scene technician. And um, when I went to Bradley, I was still thinking, I want to be a crime scene technician. Um, and then when I graduated, I was like, you know what? I start calling around. They're like, you have to go to school again to get uh, another degree because my de I already had a degree in criminal justice and mm -hmm. um, sociology. And I want to go back to school. So um, one of the young ladies that I did my internship with, she said, won't you be a police officer? And I'm like, 
I don't want to be a police officer. I want to like carry a gun and being a police officer. But then I started doing research and I found out that, hey, they can, you know, send you to school to get you all the training you need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I came I applied, got hired. And um, part of the training, they put you with um, crime scene technicians. And um, I was sitting there and I was like, Okay, I thought it was a bit boring. And I was like, I want to be part of the action. I want to be on the streets. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's what, you know, I stayed in patrol for a little bit. And um, I started getting, um, wanted to be involved in the youth in the Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided I wanted to um, be a juvenile detective. Awesome. So how, what grade were you in at Calvin Coolidge? I went fifth through eighth grade. So what what year were you? I was in seventh grade. Seventh grade yes. when this conversation started. Yes. So little tidbit, my grandmother was a teacher at Calvin Coolidge. So as a really? child, I would always go over there and sit in her classroom after school and thought, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. What's her name? I wonder if she was one of my um, It was Mrs. DeLong or Mrs. Blair at the time. I wonder if that no, was. No, you're too young. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Welcome to Family Ties. She she was in the principal's office too much to remember who that was. So what did your, Sergeant White, what did your family think when you said at seventh grade or whatever grade that was that you wanted to go into law enforcement? Did you have any background, family background um, with others in law enforcement? I did not. I did not. Um, My family kind of looked at me kind of like, hmm, police officer. And, you know, my mom, you know, she's a praying mother and she supported me and she's always supported everything that I do. And, you know, she said, I support you, but at the same time, I'm afraid for you, you know. So um, but they were they know that when I make a goal and I achieve that goal, they they know that I'm going to give it my my all. So they supported me. Good. Good. Yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned um, several different positions you've held within the police force so some people think that police just you know sit out on the street and write tickets or uh, they come when there's uh, you know some crime that's occurred and then they you know do an investigation but there's a whole lot more to being a police officer than just code enforcement or just writing tickets or, right. or you know I mean there's just so much to it we have so many different divisions on our um, department we have k9 we have um, crime scene lab we have um, violent crime detectives. We have general crime detectives. We have juvenile detectives. Um, we have a special in- investigations division where they do vice and narcotics. Mm-hmm. Um, so patrol isn't the only duty. You start with patrol. That's how you kind of get your experience. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, interview and go for other um other divisions on the department yeah and i know stevie who was one of the officers who served here i know he's Mm -hmm. not just an officer he's over traffic traffic is also another division right he's over traffic but before that he was in cyber he was in cyber crimes Mm -hmm. uh, which is just fascinating Mm -hmm. that we would have a unit you know just uh, just for that yeah yeah absolutely so growing up on the on the uh, south end of peoria um you know that was a that was probably back in the uh uh, a few years before. We'll put it that way. No, a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> so, so in your neighborhood, um, I'm sure as a kid growing up, you did kid things. Um, ever have any interaction with local law enforcement on a positive note or a, or a, or an interesting situation? I did. Um, in fifth grade, um, 
the first time I can uh, really had up close interaction with police was I had a dare officer. And mm-hmm. this dare officer, his name was um, Officer Robin Turner. And um, I enjoyed dare. And he, you know, they wanted us to stay off drugs. And I listened. And and everybody was close to me. And we, we listened. And at the same time, he would, um, if we had any questions asking about, you know, the police department or being a police officer, he answered those questions. And it was crazy as fast forward when I um, was hired in 2006, he was one of my field training officers. Oh, really? (laughs) He was. (laughs) And I asked him, I was like, you probably don't remember me, but when you were dare officer at Calvin Coolidge, I was like, you were my dare officer. And he was like, oh, great. That's what (laughs) they Well, he obviously made a positive influence on you. He did. He really did. Good. He did. Good. So at, then you went to manual after yes, that? Yes, I went to manual. And uh, as I understand it, you were involved in, um, was it junior ROTC? Yes, I was. Okay. I was on the basketball team and I also was on the track team. Okay. And and during the high school years, I know um, being in high school, remembering that time, you had your guidance counselor, you had people that were kind of trying to direct you. Um, and you know, in some cases it works in some cases like me, it doesn't, but, uh, what, what happened with your situation? Were they guiding you towards law enforcement? Were they encouraging you? What was going on in that part of your life? Well, when I was in JROTC, I had, um, a Sergeant, his name was, um, Sergeant Pascal and he was the Sergeant over the JROTC and he was, um, kind of talking to us and telling us about his experience being in the army. And so um, a lot of the people that were in my class wanted to go into the military. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of thought I wanted to go to military. And in the summer times, they would send us to Fort Leonard Wood to a boot camp to kind of give us the experience Mm -hmm. that if you do go into the army, this is what you expect, you know, um, during boot camp. And so the first year, um, it was an eye-opening experience because it was like, <laughs> you get off the bus and it's like, you know, double time, get off the bus. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, okay, go right, really <laughs> grab us <something." laughs> and, um, and we were able to connect with other kids from Missouri, um, other parts of Illinois. So it was kind of like bonding. You know, everybody had the same goal. Like, you know, um, we're all in high school. Let's get through boot camp during the summer. Um, and just being able to talk about, you know, everybody was from different backgrounds. So it was nice to be able to get to know everyone. Um, but then um, after the second year, it was kind of like that surprise element was just like, OK, I've been through this, <laughs> done this, you know. And I still wasn't sure if I wanted to go into um, the military. Um, but I had that support system to where mm-hmm. he says, you can go to the army. I'll, I'll back you or any other branch of the military. And I was thinking like, well, maybe I want to go to Air Force. I don't know. You know, it was I was just really undecided. And I don't think that I actually um, was sure what I wanted to go into until after I, you know, got into college and mm-hmm. um, was getting advice from in different people. OK. OK. So, so um, the rumor has it that when you were in junior ROTC that you needed to do community service hours? Yes. So um, they wanted, um, there was different trips that we had, and they wanted us to be exposed to being able to give back to our community. Mm-hmm. So um, we had a trip to Lowe's and Fish here at First United <laughs> Methodist Church. And um, we came here on Saturday, and um, 
it really opened up my eyes because I don't think in high school that I really realized that that was that um, our homeless population was so broad and to be able to come here and to be able to help serve food. And it just gave me that different outlook of the world, you know, Mm -hmm. like um, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth and these people are, you know, probably a little less fortunate than I was, but it was just, it kind of gave me that, you know, say, okay, well, um, this is how I can give back. And I Mm -hmm. always kept that in mind that, Hey, I can, you know, go and serve, you know, here. Um, and then with that experience, I ended up, I was a um, caseworker for the homeless. So that kind of, um, those same people um, that were um, homeless. Mm-hmm. And I, it gave me an opportunity to be able to um, find shelter for them, housing. Um, and I think that that was like a year before I got on the police department. And okay. so that kind of helped um, with a lot of my relationships with the people on the street. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I became a police officer, I still have those same clients that remembered me, um, that I was still able to help, had and they were able to help them. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so. for those viewers and, and listeners that aren't familiar with Loaves and Fish, it is a feeding and community needs ministry that we've done for 28 years here. And um uh, the Peoria Police Department and and yourself have been a part of it, um, providing both security but also community relations. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, being in relationship with someone makes your job easier. Mm-hmm. Should there be a need to ask questions or get information that isn't out there easily, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so then so then, uh, let's see. You you uh, went through life. You started a family. Yes. You had a daughter. I Did yes. your daughter come to Loaves and yes. Fish? Yes. So my daughter, when she was 14, she was in a college-bound program, and that required um, community service hours. So I told her, and I said, hey, you know, when I was 14, um, we went to Loaves and Fish at First United Methodist Church and volunteered and served the homeless. And so she was interested in going. So we came, um, and we volunteered, and she loved it. And so I realized, I was like, you know what? It brought me back. I was mm-hmm. 14. This is something I want to do on my off time, you know? Um, so I, she got her hours and every time I would come and I will also volunteer with her. In the meantime, <laughs> um, a lot of my clients were also, um, they would see me here volunteering and they told people that was part of the ministry that I was a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's hard to keep a good thing under your hat, you know? And so I was asked if I wanted to work, and I'm like, no, I'm fine volunteering, which I was. And then that's how I ended up getting a job here at First United uh, Methodist Church as security. Well, and I think that you were probably one of the first female officers that served at Loaves and Fish. Because I remember the other guys, you know, they were all you know, guys and, you know, <laughs> how guys are. and uh, But you brought a certain compassion to it, mm-hmm. um, a certain understanding. But, you know, I've also seen you um, show that um, tough mom side of you that uh, still shows love, but it also shows that, uh, hey, this is what I'm talking about, and you need to listen, and uh, and I am wearing a badge. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they do listen. <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> they do. But it does make a difference at Loaves and Fish, again, having somebody that um, you know has an understanding of where they're coming from, the things that they have to deal with on a daily basis. And it makes it makes it more human um, mm-hmm. and, and, again, compassionate um, towards the needs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think a lot of times I've noticed, too, a lot of people um, – they might not want to call 911 or the non-emergency number when they have questions um, reporting certain incidents that they've been involved in or just different law enforcement questions or um, civil um, questions that, you know, they might not know who to um, go to. And so a lot of times they, you know, come to me at Lowe's and Fish and say, hey, I got a question. This happened to me um, over the week. What do I do? Yeah. And I'm able to be able to assist and direct mm-hmm. them and give them that information that they that they, they need. need. So right. and and it might not happen on the street. I mean, they might not wave somebody right. down. So yeah, I think that's an important role. Right. And I think that's important for um, people to see that you know, police officers are accessible. And they see me and they see, um, sm- I, I smile, mm-hmm. right. I greet people, right. I hug, right. you know, and depending on their experience, they might not be used to that. And they probably, you know, think that, oh, that's a police officer. You know, they're not supposed to do that. You know, all they do is arrest people. And they t- tend to tell that to their kids and they're like, oh, they're going to lock you up. And I don't want kids to look at us to, you no. know, be afraid of us mm-hmm. or anything. Um I always, you know, try to talk to the kids here that goes, you know, loaves and mm-hmm. fish or even come to um, the Sunday services mm-hmm. to let them know that, hey, you know, you can come talk to us. We are friendly. We don't bite, you know, so anything yeah. you need, we're here for, you know. So. And on Saturday at Loaves and Fish, uh, the church also hires officers like yourself to be there on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And again, that that has been such a heartwarming thing to see you develop relationships with the children, with the adults. Um, you're truly part of the family. Mm-hmm. And, and so when, you know, there are times when you are called out or you can't be there or another officer's there, everyone is saying, well, where's Sergeant Denise? Where's, right, right. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah. And I've seen you hug Dan, but I think she's more patting you down. Just to <laughs> check yeah, safety out. first, safety first. <laughs> And I love the fact that, like, I tell everybody that, you know, yes, I work on um, at First United Methodist Church on Saturday and Sundays, but it does not feel like work. It does not. It's, mm-hmm. it, 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 it really is. It does feel like family. It is just like, okay, this is waking up. I'm going to have fun with my other family today. And, yeah. you know, yeah, you know that's we good. Good. talk, communicate, good. you know, whatever. Some Sometimes, you know, things happen, but... I'm happy that I'm here to be able to assist, to be able to assure that everybody that's, you know, um, in church is safe. safe. Absolutely. You know, so. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, years ago, one of the, the ministries that was developed here at First United Methodist was a police prayer team. And that um, was kind of born out of the, the understanding that you have a difficult job. Um, you're out there protecting and serving people you, in most cases, don't know or have a relationship with, but you're asked to put your life on the line and we realize that's that's a big ask and and we need to support those that do that and so we started this uh, prayer team ministry and members of the church are given that a part of this team are given officers that they pray for daily and then send cards of encouragement now I will say my wife and I are a little behind on getting our, our cards out. So if we had <laughs> you on our list, sorry about that. Um, but uh, 
Um, how do you see that um, from from the receiving side of it? How do you see that um, ministry as it affects um, your job, so to speak? I think that's an awesome ministry. Um, I remember the first time I received a, a card and I looked at it and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. So how do they like, know what me? Is this? You know, mm-hmm. and I opened it up and um, and then inside the card, they introduced herself and they told me that, you know, they were a member of the First United Methodist Church praying, praying uh, prayers team. And they were letting us know that, hey, I'm praying for you for this month. And, I, you know, and they told me what they were praying for. And um, and I was like, oh, that is awesome that they thought of me, you know, mm-hmm. and it's one thing you have your family and you have your friends praying for you, but to know that they're strangers, total strangers that are also Mm -hmm. praying for you. I was like overwhelmed with love and I I loved it. And I know a lot of officers on the police department also appreciate it because we, we need all the prayers that we, we can absolutely. And we, we appreciate them. um, Anytime we can. It's kind of like the principal, you know, the principal only, you're not sent to the principal's office if you're the good kid sitting in class, you know. And I would always go to the principals and say, you know what, I just really appreciate you and what you do because mm-hmm. you don't have an easy job. Yeah. And the same thing for you all. You know, you're not just out, you know, having picnics with right. people. It's hard. And those cards, I keep all the cards that I, I get. Really? And you know, I, I've noticed that several officers I, I do because have said that. I can be having a bad day or a bad week and I can go and open my drawer and I can just pull out one and I can read it. And that mm-hmm. gives me that reassurance of this is, this is why you're here. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward. It's going to be okay. So I can always go back. And a lot of them, sometimes I'll have a little scripture in it that I can read and it rejuvenates me and, it, it, it gets me going. So so being here on Saturdays and Sundays, have you met some of those people who have sent you yes. cards? <laughs> and, and a lot of the um, a lot of the people have come to me and says, well, I'm praying for this officer during this um, this month. Um, what division are they in? What kind of person are they? You uh-huh. know, and I'll they be want to, to know. They want to the know. And so, I mean, that's that's great. You right. know, right. and, I, and I'll go to the department. And I say, hey, the person that's praying for you this month. I met them, you know, oh, wow. so that's cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Julie, did you have any final question? We're about about out of time. So just as a police officer and in the community as a parent, you know, a mom, do you see what's the future of our community, the Tri-County, the Peoria? Are you hopeful? I'm very hopeful. You have to be. I mean, if you have faith, you got to be hopeful that right now it might not look good, but if we are believers, we believe that it will get better. Um, I think that if everybody plays their part, Mm-hmm. If law enforcement play their part, uh, um, politicians play their part, um, church, church members play their part, part. Mm-hmm. you know, community stakeholders play their part. If everybody plays their part, we, our community will get to where it we need to be, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but again, like I said, we have to have that, you know, that faith and and absolutely because I mean, back then we we can look at like growing up like. It looked like, you know, oh, these were bad times. But looking back at compared really to now, it? and it's like they really weren't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm very hopeful. And I think I hope that, you know, um, the people in our community is very hopeful that the people that are here representing, you know, mm-hmm. um, is looking out for the best, best interests. Wow. 
Good. Well, I want to thank you for being with us today. Um, I know our police force has fewer members on the force now than they mm-hmm. did five years ago or even 20 years ago. We have a new um, police chief uh, recently uh, in the last couple of years, and he seems to be doing really a fine job. Yes. And the community seems to respect him. I know mm-hmm. he's been at our church a few times, um, as well as for downtown businesses. He's been down here, mm-hmm. and I've been in some of those meetings as well because we're a downtown church. And, and I just appreciate all that, everything that all of you are doing. And I think sometimes you all don't get nearly enough praise. Um, as I said, some people just see you as the folks who write tickets, and nobody wants to get a ticket. I mean, for whatever reason, you just, oh, no, don't please don't do that. <laughs> but, um, but there is so much more to your job than that. And even in the writing of tickets, it's really to try to help uh, um, keep the public safe, to yes. keep traffic slowed down to a speed of which there's not a fatality. And I know in your job you have to go sometimes from a fatality uh, on the road to a domestic violence case than to some little girl who's lost in a department store and, you know, and hugging that little girl and caring for her. And what a tough job that is to f- switch hats and roles so quickly. I just, But you do it well, and you. you're just always a joy to see you in our church or on the street, wherever you might be, and I just want to thank you for your service. Um, we often, at the end of the of the program, pray, and I'd like to just offer a prayer for you and for all of our our, our police force. Let's yeah. let's pray together. Gracious God, we just pause for a moment to say thank you for the gift of those who are willing to step up to the plate, as Dan said. And sometimes, Lord, that means putting their own safety on the line. And I'm thankful for Sergeant Denise and just the life you've given to her, her family. I'm thankful for those who support her and love her. And I hope and pray, Lord, that she feels that same love and support within our community and in our church as well. I ask today, Lord, may this be a good day for all of our officers who are serving you wherever they might be. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, this is the 116, a podcast about going higher, wider, closer, and deeper. And we're glad that you've joined us today. The 116 is a presentation of the Peoria First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria. Don't forget to like and share us on social media. Click that like button, that bell, whatever it might be there, and let us know that you've been watching us. We're available on almost all podcast platforms. Please subscribe and follow us and be sure to leave a review. Again, PeoriaOne.com for more information about us and find a way to leave us a message.